Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, witty non-sequitur. And I'm Jeff. I'm wearing sweatpants. Uh, And I'm Lindsay. That's all. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching The Shadow, directed by Russell Mulcahy, released in 1994. Sam Raimi originally wanted to adapt and direct this movie, but was denied the rights to it. Oh, that's too bad. That's really too bad. Yeah, no, that seems very, that's a very interesting thing. But uh, Jeff brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, so The Shadow is a movie that I thought was awesome when I was a kid. And me and my brother both thought this movie rocked the shit. And I remember having, like, the action figure of the movie. I remember renting the VHS and just, like, watching it over and over. And then Lindsay and I watched it, what, like a... Six months ago? Yeah, like six months ago. And it sucks. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to, like, color how you're going to like absorb this movie while you're watching it too much but this movie sucks and it's like i can't it 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 can't be interpreted i think (laughs) (laughs) that's that's promising uh does anyone else have a personal connection to this film um well yeah so i watched it about six months ago for the first time and I... Have you, had, Lindsay, had you ever heard of this movie? No, before? I've never heard of this movie even one time. I don't know. This is fake. Like, I think this is something that you dreamed. <laughs> like, this is not a real... can't believe this is real. It's all a big bit. I um... secretly made this movie in 1994 <laughs> when, I was, when I was six years old. I wrote and directed this movie. This would be a better movie. No, I would like this movie more if it was written and directed by a six-year-old. Like, if I knew that. But it wasn't. But it should have been based on the quality. Damn. (laughs) But, okay, so I watched this movie six months ago. And I have... I'm just going to say it. I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this movie. I hate everything about this movie. Um, so I'm really excited to share it with you. <laughs> yeah, when we were sitting in the grad club and you're like, no, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and like, like, so Jeff and I, our entire relationship is basically built upon seeking out bad movies and watching them and hating them and loving them. But I don't think I've ever, like, felt a hatred towards a movie (laughs) ever to this degree. So, and just the fact that you thought it was so cool, girl, when you were little. Yeah, I was a stupid little boy. And I loved (laughs) dumb shit. And this is, this is the, the prime example of that. No, but here, okay, but here's the thing. So, when Jeff was a stupid little boy, he loved The Shadow. And he loved this other movie called The Phantom. <laughs> right. Two, two very similarly titled movies. And we watched The Phantom, and uh, The Phantom fucked. That movie was awesome. 
So I don't know what I don't know what it's like to be a stupid little boy. I guess. Yeah, you got it all backwards. <sighs> so this is where we're at with the shadow. It's uh, clearly intended to be the first of a franchise of movies based on a oh, 1930s no. radio serial. That is, I don't know why you would make a movie about that. But I guess, it, I mean, it's coming hot off the heels of 1989 Batman and then, uh, and also Indiana Jones was basically the same kind of idea that 30s uh, film shorts that uh, Spielberg and Lucas wanted to sort of recreate and make awesome for the 80s and 90s. So it's it's really in the context of that, that they're trying to reboot these 1930s things. And The Phantom is the same. The Phantom was also a 30s serial. Um, Zorro also came out the next few years after this. Same idea. Mm. So, I don't know. It was just very zeitgeist stuff. Yeah, for every success story, there's usually uh, a dozen failures. That's right. Yeah, a dozen hundred failures. <laughs> a dozen hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never heard of this movie before. Um, when Lindsay, like, was talking to me about it, I was just like, yeah, I have zero knowledge of this, which is great. Yeah, Tepper, you're better for it. <laughs> well, not for long. <laughs> soon, soon, uh, soon I'll find out. Yeah, it might be good to come into this cold and just, uh, just let it wash over you. With no, <laughs> with no expectations for it to you know, make sense or ha like be coherent. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but when, when we finished watching it last, uh, what, like six months ago or whatever, I said, um, I think you could take each scene and show them in random order and it would make the same sense. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I'm just imagining the world that might have been had Sam Raimi uh, picked up a 19-year-old Tobey Maguire, put him in the shadow. It could have ruined his career. Yeah, yeah. the world would have been better off for Tobey Maguire to have been a failed shadow and no one never seen or heard from again. Hey, he was great in Spider-Man too. <laughs> Yeah. Spider-Man 2. It's an interesting pick. You mean Spider-Man as well? Or <laughs> I, I just think 2 is the, the best of the, the three. And uh, was it, was it to Toby was briefly in, what was it, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Right at the <laughs> yeah. beginning? The Hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, his performance as, as uh, Emo Parker is perfect. Spider-Man Three. <laughs> I've never watched Spider-Man Three. Oh, it is. I've I've just seen bits and pieces from memes. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> uh, fast forward through dialogue that that involves humans, and you're great. What? Okay. Just watch the just watch any scene uh, where where Tobey Maguire is doing things or Spider-Man's on screen. Spider-Man's okay. not a human. No, he's a spider. Oh my yeah. god, it's a Spider-Man. 
It's all in the title, Lindsay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He got bit by a radioactive bug and then became a uh he spider ish. Hmm. Well so. Radioactive arachnid. (laughs) And that is not the movie we're watching. Not this day. I wish. We're just like, (laughs) we're just trying to talk about any other movie. I can't wait to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited for this. We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Okay. That's a poster. Uh, I really like the guy in the bottom left of the poster. Uh, I'll describe him later, but... uh... (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, okay. So, Alec Baldwin, The Shadow. That's text at the top. Um... In the background is like a lurking, um, trying to find the words to describe him. Uh, kind of a phantom-like character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or like if you've watched uh, Batman Animated Series, um, The Great Ghost, like that kind of uh, look. Oh, yes. a big, big hat, probably like wearing like a trench coat type type thing. And then on the left is text, uh, uh, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Question mark. Uh, some sense of the trademark. Yeah, it's registered okay. or something. Yeah. Um, it's just a sentence. Yeah, and then uh, there's like Alec Baldwin looking weirdly to the right in like a fancy suit. He's contemplating that text on the side. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's looking at the text on the side. He's like, "Really? Do I have to say that?" Uh, the weirdest part of this poster, though, is in the bottom left. Is there's like a weird-looking Rasputin-like person <laughs> with like wearing a glowing helmet, and there's like rays of light coming off it. It's it's really weird. He's looking straight ahead. Um, it does not mesh with the rest of the poster at all. It's it's you, really you need to you also bizarre. need to add what his what his hands are doing. Just yeah, to make it even weirder. <laughs> yeah, his hands are like outstretched. Like he's like he's gonna go like grab your face, grab your butt. Hey, he's coming yeah. coming for that booty. <laughs> Swiggy swooty. Um, what also doesn't fit on this poster is the white text. Yes. Somebody added that way after the fact. Possibly wasn't even possibly wasn't even part of this poster. I do not know. Yeah, it, it looks really bad. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if that's a genuine question or if it's a rhetorical question. Hey, who knows? Like, who knows what? <laughs> oh, maybe that's what the little maybe that's what the little circle with the R is. It means rhetorical. Right. Oh. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> really smart i'm using that more often (laughs) you ask a rhetorical question online just add that little symbol so everybody knows it's rhetorical exactly everybody knows i think that would save uh a lot of grief yes absolutely 
So there's uh, a... Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to say, like, the only good part about this poster is the background figure. The rest of it is, like... Oh, that's the good part? Like, why Why is Alec Baldwin making that face? Why is there that guy in the bottom left? Why is there text that doesn't match the other font? They want you to know that vaguely Bruce Wayne is in this movie. As well as some shadowy figure. Uh, so we have a second copy of this poster that's slightly more in French. Uh, and has a little more going on. Yeah, I think this that, this poster is way better. Yeah, I wanted to go with this one, but I couldn't find the text in English, so I went. It's weird that the, the poster is in French, but the title is "The Shadow," mm-hmm. like not "The Shadow." <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess like the property is "The Shadow," so huh. presumably you keep the. I don't really know how titling and well, I don't know how languages work to begin. But... <laughs> I believe that's vaguely how that works. Hmm. At least sometimes. I like that this text has the most English-like French words possible. Yeah. <laughs> that helps. Who who knows what they could 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 possibly say? That's yeah, so like this text read is it, read it. The fascination, the mystery, in French. the danger. No. <laughs> how did you know? Elle français. Ladanger. <laughs> Bongiorno. We're going to get canceled by the Quebecers. <laughs> this one actually chose a font for Alec Baldwin at the top. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, at the top, Alec Baldwin. Uh, so, the last poster, there's the, uh, the gray ghost figure in the background. Presumably the shadow. Uh, this poster, the like colors are, I feel like it's doing a way better job at capturing what it wants the feel of this movie to be like the color. Uh, I'm trying to just trying to think of like the, the era that that kind of, oh man, uh, has like an older feel to it. And, uh, like, I guess I'm not sure if this is the right word, like pulpy a little bit. Absolutely. And so, like, yeah, there's no, uh, like, Alec Baldwin is on this poster in a similar pose to the other one, but because it's stylized, it doesn't look awful. <laughs> and also the poster is just better put together, like, there's more going on. Uh, so it's not just him alone looking weirdly to the to the right. Yeah. Um, what's cool kinda makes about me the... Think... Oh, sorry. sorry. Well, I was just going to say, what's cool about the image that we're looking at is it's literally a photograph of somebody's version of this poster. Because you can <laughs> see the floor. Yeah. <laughs> there's a crease yeah. right in the middle. And there's a crease, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, so the, the weird uh, uh, figure that was in the bottom left of the first poster is now, like, center of this poster. And, like, all the other characters... Uh, and imagery is around it, which makes it actually work. Like, man, I do not know what they were smoking when they made that other poster. It's awful. <laughs> it, it, it looks like the first poster is what someone would make if they were describing the second poster to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably. 
So yeah, but that's there's, all they an- went there's, of there's another version that just is only the background image and it says the shadow, but it doesn't even like say Alec Baldwin on it. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I really like the uh, on the right. It very much looks like the shadowy figure in the back is like, look at this cool knife. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the other uh, uh, one of the other new additions to this poster is a a, a big knife, um, presumably like a cultish, like it's an occult thing, because uh, that at the uh, on the handle is like a screaming face with sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, if I may, I I feel like yeah. Tepper, you've been describing these posters quite a bit but you've not said what you think this movie is about because of these posters okay yeah yeah so so usually we do that look right at the end but in terms of yeah what i think is going to happen is alec baldwin is the shadow goes out at night or undercover or something and fights crime and stops mysteries or uh, 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 stops uh, mysteries i don't know no uh, more uh, mysteries uh, oh, yeah yeah <laughs> I hate stops mystery. mysteries solves crime yeah <laughs> stops crime uh uh some order uh, of those things um <laughs> The shadow will not stand for mystery. <laughs> I figured it out. There's a bank robbery happening. It's like, are you going to do anything about it? Like, oh, no, I solved it. Mystery solved. Yeah. <laughs> Detective novels start getting burned in droves. Yeah, that's about right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, uh, anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry. I was just thinking about just a person who just stops (laughs) mysteries. Yeah, it's a a very good concept. (laughs) Very powerful. We could talk about that for a long time. Um, Yeah, uh, uh, so, yeah, presumably very, like, kind of like Batman-ish figure. Um, The villain is presumably the guy who's... um, in the center of this poster based on the knife i'm going to make the guess that he's trying to do some dark ritual uh potentially trying to sacrifice somebody or blah 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 something along those lines and the shadow has to stop this mystery (laughs) um the Person. I'm just like looking at the other characters. Uh, murder, fuck, kill, dynamite guy, old man, and <laughs> and woman. Ooh. Um. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Fuck the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I guess it. I said murder, fuck, kill. That wasn't right. <laughs> murder the man with the dynamite <laughs> uh, 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 kill the old man I was, thinking, I was thinking of murder death kill from uh, demolition man. 
another classic from 1994. Didn't we watch that recently too? Yeah. That movie was great. <laughs> yeah, Demolition Man is awesome. Taco Bell won the fast food wars. <laughs> Mystery stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so um, I'm a yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming the old man above the dynamite lad is like the uh, 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 the butler type figure for. Alec Baldwin. I don't know the allegiance of Dynamite Man. <laughs> uh, think about he's, how many mysteries he could stop with that dynamite. <laughs> or start, frankly. Yeah. He's either That's why stop. the shadow is here. He needs to stop the mystery of the dynamite. Uh, and the woman, I have no idea what her deal is. Uh, maybe she's working with the villain or... The villain is trying to kidnap her. One of the two is going to be my guess. I'm just imagining now a like uh, a ripoff Riddler who is just mystery. It's like <laughs> I need to stop mystery. <laughs> just keep they just keep putting mysteries around town. Like he just he just goes on forums or like hacks TVs to show spoilers from <laughs> major movies. Like when the last, when the, one of the Harry Potter books came out, he goes like, yeah, Dumbledore dies. Snape kills him. <laughs> uh, it was, the, it was me, the mystery man. I spoiled it for everyone. I stopped the mystery. <laughs> there is no more mystery. Oh, that's, that's depressing, actually. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good villain. Just takes the magic out of everything. Yeah. Leaks movie scripts in their entirety. Uh, yeah. No, this guy's got to be stopped. Stop the mystery <laughs> stopper. <laughs> How are we going to do it? I don't know. Dynamite. Right, right, right <laughs> yeah. Mr. Egg walkthroughs for video games. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery stopper. Oh, my God. And mystery is on the poster. It's the second thing. Yeah. Has to be stopped. <laughs> uh but but yeah I, I yeah and and like i don't know if there's magic powers or occult stuff in this movie but if there is the guy who's in the in the center of the poster uh, uh who wants to grab that booty probably has some kind of power not right. just a cool if, hat. It, not just a cool hat. If he doesn't have, if the guy in the center does not have magic or occult powers, what do you think he's doing here? Coming for that booty. <laughs> yeah, he's he's reaching out. He's reaching out to grab that booty. Um, if he doesn't have powers, what is he doing here? Um, I don't know, being like a cult leader or something. <laughs> Either like, occult or a cult. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, bro. He just wants people to look at his cool knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've all had a, keep happening. We've all had a friend like that. 
I actually haven't. I've never, <laughs> I've never had a friend who's like wanted to show off knives to me. I've had a friend who like carries a knife on him, but not wanting to show it off secretly. Wow, that's weird. You should you should get them a cool knife so they can start showing it off. Yeah, are they ashamed of the knife that they carry? <laughs> no. No. Don't tell anyone. They just... Don't tell anyone about my dumb knife. <laughs> they just they just carried around with them just because they're a little paranoid. That's all. <laughs> he was an interesting fellow. Uh, 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 I'm not in contact with him anymore because he went like cut all ties to everybody he knew. With the uh, joined the <laughs> Canadian Army <laughs> um, or, or Navy, I think. I think yeah, I think he went to the Navy. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he was a neat guy, really nice, but also one of the most neurotic people I ever met. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) all right, we'll see you after the film. I'm so excited to watch this movie. I also know that for as long as you can remember, you struggled against your own black heart and always lost. You watched your spirit, your very face change as the beast claws its way out from within you. You are in great pain, aren't you? And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Boo! Boo! <laughs> not the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, one. it was okay. Not good. Yeah, like I wouldn't call it good. <laughs> but this is the same podcast where we watch Catwoman. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, Catwoman is about as bad as this. And I would say makes about as much sense as this. Um, I like this over Catwoman. Wow. Interesting. But not this... by, like, much. I really liked some of the secondary performances, especially, like, the random security guards and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the, the genuine laugh, like, not laughing at the movie, but laughing with the movie, was when the cop is by the sarcophagus, and then Khan comes out, and he's like, uh, we're closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that guy was just Hilarious. very honestly trying to do his job. And, like, I like the two military guards trying to figure out what they're going to have for dinner. Yeah, that was good. But if that's what's good about this movie. <laughs> I mean, this movie's very good at wasting uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah, I was thinking that this whole movie, I'm like, what a absolute waste of a phenomenal actor. Like, why is he in this fucking movie if 90% of the time he's acting brainwashed? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we kind of talked about that, too. And I, I feel like Ian McKellen at this point was not like a star. He's, this is like the kind of thing that he's doing in, at this point in his career. But I might have to double check that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way about Tim Curry, too, though. Like, Tim Curry did big movies before this. And then he was like, guess I'll do this kind of shit. Well, I mean, this is definitely the kind of thing I would expect to see Tim Curry in. And he I delivered so. how what I was expecting. So I guess so. I guess so. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> oh man right ian mckellen one year before this was death in last action hero <laughs> oh so he's just doing this so this is ian mckellen uh pre-fame even though he's 
pre big non Shakespeare, yeah. Right. Kinda, yeah. It wasn't Lord of the Rings that made him famous. Well, it was Lord of the Rings and probably like X Men or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably I, those made two. him made him move made him blockbuster famous. Okay. Yeah, th- this movie is just fine. <laughs> like it, it I don't know. Like it didn't make didn't make sense. Me, it didn't make me cringe. Really, which was nice. Um, like, I didn't want to, like, take my headphones off and, like, disappear into nothingness. Uh, which is nice, because we've watched movies like that before on this, where it's been like, man, I wish I was doing anything else but watching this movie right now. Uh, but that's more my sensitivity to certain things. This movie had some scenes where I was like, man, that's awful, or, like, just so generic. (laughs) Like the initial scene where he notices the uh, the uh, uh, woman, oh and I was God. just like, ah, yes, this scene—the scene that almost every single fucking movie of this type has. Mm. Never seen this before. I love how she's like, "Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I could just like read some thoughts. Isn't that weird?" And then he goes, <laughs> he goes away, and he's like, "She doesn't even know about her powers." And it's like <laughs> she literally told you, <laughs> she told you her powers. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just like when he was like, "You will forget about me," and she's like, "Are you drunk?" Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to do his whole shadow thing, and she's just not having it. It was so good. Oh man, when he was like next to his uncle and he faded into the shadow before it was revealing that he was doing his powers, that was ridiculous. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like I, I'm gonna make a task force hunt down the shadow, and he just like shulks back into the shadows he's like oh god <laughs> yeah <sighs> his jedi fucking mind powers yeah it's th- it's jedi shit it's just jedi shit and i don't like but i don't understand the rules of this movie at yeah all. what are the shadow rules uh, the, 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 i think the know, thing is there know are what no darkness lies in the hearts of men yeah and, and <laughs> what and what dinner options lies in the heart of women yeah <laughs> yeah th- this this movie came across me as like very comic booky in that like it goes like you're along for the ride uh makes sense fuck you we ain't making sense rules for how our magic functions Pfft, who the fuck no. needs that I, like i don't even need i don't even need rules for how the magic functions i need consistency in his powers <laughs> like it really does seem like every fight that he's in there's his powers are completely different like they obviously blew all of the effects budget in the first bridge scene so that they could make the trailer yeah um, we made the mistake of watching the trailer for the movie before oh. watching it because we were telling my roommate that we were going to record this podcast and she was like, Oh, what movie are you going to watch? And I was like, ha So we put it on the trailer and I was like, Oh no, the trailer is such a betrayal because it, it, it makes it seem almost like a cool movie, but that's because everything they draw from happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie where they obviously blew all their budget. Mm. And I, so I don't understand the rules of his powers, like not strict rules, but like, Sometimes he's an invisible man. Sometimes he's a shadow on the wall. If if you shoot the sh- if you if you 
hit the shadow on the wall with an arrow, he's stuck. But if you sh- but it, if you shoot him with bullets, nothing happens. Unless you actually shoot him. Well, unless you shoot him with bullets when he's invisible and not a shadow. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it like is inconsistent. Uh, also, just like that, like there's there's some some grounded stuff with the mysticism and some ridiculous, confusing stuff with the mysticism. But then also just the technology is ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got tubes. Those tubes are everywhere. Yeah. How has no one noticed them? I the love people it. did notice like the like when they when the guy yeah. shoots the tube through the women are like the women on the street are just like huh and yeah the amount of things that people just notice and don't care about well and also like it's like okay so you have this you have this drop-off point it's a, an unrelated address that makes sense it's like oh it goes into a pneumatic tube oh that goes halfway across the city oh mm-hmm. 30 pneumatic tubes lo- uh, <laughs> or, uh go to this spot in the city <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the place where the pneum- all the pneumatic tubes go to also has, like, video chat. Yeah! Yes. That man is not allowed out of that room. He is only there to take notes and, and, uh, and do video chats. So here's what, I'm, here's what I'm wondering. Is that man a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he's basically a phone operator, except he... Well, he has a phone, and he has video chat. Video chat, and he, and he also maybe Alec walks Baldwin. outside to in the rain to hand letters. Well, to, well, well to it, it, it's like couriers. it's like you know how the the original like coders were called computers because yeah. of how good they were with math. He's a cell phone mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah. He's a cell phone, right? Wow. So, so the other like written note question that I have, aside from just like the texting via pneumatic tube aspect of this film is that at the end the shadow has sent notes to people the the taxi guy everybody love loves raymond's dad Mm -hmm. and uh the dame the (laughs) the blonde dame he sends them notes which appear and disappear yeah, mm-hmm. they're written in they're written in uh, hypnotic ink or whatever. Yeah, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is... was that? Was that like disappearing ink, or was that like? I mean, presumably a... it's this. It's presumably they're hypnotized to be able to see it, or everyone else, or he hypnotized the whole city so that they can't see it. But right. I thought Margot so, so couldn't be so hypnotized. Why not just communicate with them telepathically and save the paper? Oh yeah, which he did when he was in the yeah. ball full of she, water. <laughs> she can yeah. she can be hypnotized. Yeah, he very much could have just well also he was just there in person. The instructions were meet back right. here later tonight. So so he used telepathy to hide what he wrote or didn't write on this piece of paper also also the cell phone has a button that can turn on the rings of exactly right. the people he yeah. wants what? to in, to inform yeah. or yeah, so or, or his button tubes? can only do alec baldwin and then alec baldwin can turn on the light of uh, the ring of anyone else un- oh unclear. my god so there's psychic rings like do those yeah. rings have minds that he's 
connecting to telepathically and he can tell them to glow. Who's his jeweler? How many, how many, I guess that was probably one of the first people he saved was somebody who could make these rings for him. Yeah. Right. Which is nuts. Also when he's like, he's like, I have agents all over the world. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure they're probably all here. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just New York, man. Agents from all over the world. They all live in New York city. Oh, very fair. I just love how like the whole thing is that, the shadow knows everything. And then the guy, you know, is made to jump out of the building right behind him. And he's just yeah. walking away. Like, we yeah. have to do some stuff. <laughs> has no <Okay>. idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love how petty the villain is in this. Oh, he's very so petty. He is such a petty bitch. Like, just like, hey, nice dress, man. Go commit suicide. Kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. I actually, like, don't understand really understand his motivation for blowing up the city. Like, I don't, why? Know, why, that was I don't know why too. he had to invent an atomic bomb. He seemed to be doing perfectly fine with his yeah. ability to control with his literally mind everyone. Powers. He had the whole city <laughs> hypnotized. He holds city ransom for billions. Except that he was just going to detonate the bomb no matter what. Right. Yeah, it was so weird because it's just like, I'm going works. to conquer <laughs> the other half of the world that my uh great granddad or whatever couldn't also i'm gonna destroy new york to do it yeah see i like my my theory is that uh instead of conquering the rest of the world that genghis khan couldn't conquer he's gonna destroy it such that retroactively genghis khan conquered the whole world i like that i like that (laughs) but genghis khan does not currently control the world at all he's i mean hey 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 he's not gonna let a little tiny detail like that get in the way of his grand i mean he's also gonna like rewrite the history books i mean look he's he the real reason he created the atomic bomb was because he was real horny for the shadow oh my gosh yes sexual tension (laughs) was disgusting they kept looking each other in the eye hey that's the us of a you're talking about That line, I was like, what? What? Uh, The, what was the line? It's just like, uh, I I know you long to taste the wetness of true power on your lips again or something. Ew! Boy, boy, could they have just started making out as soon as he finished that sentence. And they should have. It would have been a better movie. Yeah. The, the, The makeout scene at the end, though, between Alec Baldwin and what's her face? Which ends with, what's the line? I'll okay, see you later. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> there, there were some more than that? a couple, like, next time you'll be on top. I was like, Ew! That's the best you could do? Look, he was still thinking about uh, Shawan Khan. These are lines <sighs> that are supposed to be funny, I think, and just are either delivered poorly or not funny. Yeah, so that's what I can't tell. That that's what I'm grappling with this watch. Like the the first time that I watched this movie, it was I was like angry. <laughs> I was angry. <laughs> and this time, I let it wash over me. I knew what was coming, so I was able to pay attention to a little bit more, try to get a few more answers. But this time I really couldn't figure out if I was mad about how bad the acting is. Or if it's written terribly, or if it's both. But I didn't know it's what was a little bit of blame. both. So I, I mean, it's so weird too, because like you have this whole movie, you're like, okay, this is Batman, I get it, and then you get to the villain layer, and it's like, oh, 
no, this is Austin Powers or Naked Gun? <laughs> like, that, yes. like See, we I made an Aus- we made an Austin Powers connection at the very beginning when you see Alec Baldwin shirtless and he's very hairy. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> opening scene was so his weird. Nails were what so the good. fuck is going on? Yeah, like, his nails were fucked and like disgusting. <laughs> just and, well, I, and I love like gets taken to the temple and, and it's just like basically like I'm gonna whip your ass until you're good again. Like, yeah. like until you know how to, to be use re- the evil. Yeah, like be prepare to be re-educated it's just like that also also just cut to t- scrolling text of and then that yeah, happened. He, yeah. <laughs> right that's what i want to know i want to know if this movie was actually three hours long oh my the god first eight minutes released a three be... hour cut that's what i'm saying the first the first eight and a half minutes that's where we get the whole backstory and scrolling text the first the eight and a half minutes is not necessary at all for the rest of the unless you're going to spend 30 minutes fleshing it out. Like you could have st- like started on the bridge scene kind yeah. of situation and that, didn't. That's honestly how I felt about that opening scene was I was like, this was not necessary. No, 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 because it's not even like it. Like, I mean, I guess like uh, the villain brings it up and then like. The woman sees his past, and he's just like, "I don't care that you murdered people." Yeah, I, I just, I just think that like it would be pretty easy to just rewrite, like because those those sections of the movies are just kind of inconsequential. Like you just change the dialogue a little bit, change the knife, right, and cut out that whole first section because it doesn't really matter all. That I mean, much. I guess it's supposed to be establishing that he's this tortured, suffering, bad right. person who like harnesses his evil to use for good to use for cops i guess um (laughs) which is dumb but like yeah you don't need any of that or again like spend the time like like i can imagine a world where this movie is like a mix of dr strange and deadpool of like the funniness and the seriousness and like the the good whole backstory and the lore and everything and they just like absolutely butchered it and also Alec Baldwin sucks. <laughs> so I, I mean I was just thinking about his line to her. I can't remember the exact wording, but like it's like do you know what it's like to have to deal with things to, things you've done that that you do that you'd wish you didn't or whatever and it's like well it's like i guess that's become more relevant for him <laughs> Ooh, yeah yep. yeah it's just like it's like don't you hate having to deal with the consequences of your actions yeah. <laughs> who does yeah the it, back, it's the backstory <laughs> is like too much and not enough because we have okay this guy was some sort of barbaric opium lord who comes comes back to new york and and his yeah uncle is the chief of police <laughs> yeah who then like does not figure into it at all like what happened like alec baldwin uh like son of a wealthy or nephew of a wealthy police chief uh, decides to go on a trip across Asia and becomes yes. a warlord. Yes, I'm getting real rich, rich entitled student vibes. Yeah, he yeah. was back, backpacking across opium land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oops, I became an opium lord. I think his 
I think his uncles maybe says something about like he was in the military and then decided to not come back for seven years. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's very yeah. yeah. Also, like just just the 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 timeline of his education under this like psychic monk. So we have the opening scene. And he's getting he you know he gets stabbed in the leg by the angry alive knife and he, and the teacher's like you're gonna learn all this shit <laughs> and then it's like and then it's you know you get scrawling text we miss everything important and then it's like seven years later in New York okay whatever I thought he had kind of been studying for probably like half that time I mean he's obviously set up a lot of like tube oh, yeah. infrastructure so like he's been in New York for a while but. He must have spent some time studying. But then we learn later that the hotel, this this hotel that disappeared, was sold and forgotten about six years ago. Yeah. And we also know that Khan was a student under the teacher after Wait, yeah. Alec, and Alec didn't know that he died. So he learned that in less than a year. Like this yeah. was like a like a six week retreat, and he must have been <laughs> back in time to remember the hotel being built because he explicitly says, "I vaguely remember that." Oh my gosh! So he was there for two weeks. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did a two week meditation retreat after his backpacking trip through Opium Land. His uncle says he was gone for seven years. This, uh, no! So 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 no. So it must. He must have spent six and a half years as an opium warlord yes and then half a year studying to be the shadow and then he showed back up in new york but it's gotta be less than half a year because then khan would have had to learn the same skills and if it takes six months that's six months but the hotel's already a whole thing and he's he will six years ago he brainwashed the city (laughs) <laughs> that even though he just arrived yesterday and he spent the yes. last three days absorbing the essence of Genghis Khan or something that was also a really know. weird plot point because it's just like this was the coffin of Genghis Khan I was like oh so I guess Genghis Khan is the villain and then it's yeah. just like no. no I was just chilling in the coffin getting his vibes yeah <laughs> okay vibing out on my also, <laughs> also I turned it into a laundry chute <laughs> yeah Oh in this God. fucking hotel. This that hotel. hotel. Okay, when he got to the fillet's lair and then the, he hit a button and the floor started moving, I was like, "What oh, is man, that? When do so you good. think they built that? Did they build it? Did they build it when it was an invisible hotel or Who when it was a architect? real hotel? Who is why is why is there a hall of mirrors in this hotel? Why yeah. is there a hall of mirrors in the hotel? Um, that, be- oh my best bomb defusal scene in any movie. Oh my god, that was so what? goofy. But boy, is that a fucking scene from Naked Gun? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, the I I think part of the problem with this movie is it can't pick a tone. Yeah, hundred percent. Or, or, or at the very least, it can't balance the like funny with the serious in a way that works. Because yeah. it's like it's like, hey, we're having our serious confrontation. There's a bomb that's about to go like go off, and it's just like, what if it just starts rolling all over the hotel? So like, funny. Oh, okay. Like, yes, funny, but also like very serious. Yeah. Like, like kind of like you gotta pick one. No, so, you're totally so... right, but I think like it seems to come down to terrible writing, terrible acting, and terrible editing. That's like, what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, it's all it comes down to it's a bad movie. <laughs> 
Also, Margo, your father is colorblind. This affects yeah, a lot he, of people. Yeah. You should is get this looked at. Is he colorblind or is he stupid? Yeah, he's, he's like he's like, oh I have to he, remember that. He's yeah. he's red green senile. Like <laughs> it, it's it, that was also just bizarre. I was like, that is probably the dumbest trait to give somebody. Like it's not even that funny. His mind is too full of science to remember yeah. things like colors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck is that? And he also forgets to eat his sandwich. His his fucking peanut butter sandwich and Pepsi. That's that's normal science. That's normal, normal science. Normal senile? But like so they had to establish early on in the film that he gets red and green confused for the only purpose is that for the wire cutting joke that he says the wrong color before he cuts the wire. And it's not even a good joke. Yeah, it's not even a good joke. Like, there's no payoff. Bomb should have gone off. The bomb should have gone off. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been a better, funnier ending. <laughs> uh, I just uh, wanted more of Tim Curry acting against Ian McKellen. Oh my god. <laughs> Tim Curry is doing the most in this movie. He's trying so hard. When when yeah. when at the very beginning when he's like flirting with Margot and then that never becomes a thing again. No, but, but he's like nothing. obsessed with nothing, her. Everything that gets set up in this movie comes to nothing. <laughs> when he's all like creeping on her and she's like, I don't like you. And he's like, ooh, what a fascinating woman. I'm like, you're just ugh. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> this is gross. If not dad. I... <sighs> I mean, surprisingly progressive for a movie from the 90s about the 30 50 70s <laughs> i suppose i think it's supposed to be timeless is it what's this supposed I'm to be i'm assuming it's supposed to be in the 30s but like it's also kind of not because they invented the atomic bomb yeah fake metal that doesn't exist yeah but, but also they have the technology to chemically test for the metal that, that he didn't he think existed well, he's like, he's just like, it's like, this is a metal I'm not familiar with. And it, and it broke, it's broke my, my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite, uh, platter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, must be bronzium. Must yeah. be. I thought it didn't exist. This test I did proves that, that this is the thing that I didn't think exists. That I know so much about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let me go. Let me go. Pick up a book and then not look at it. Yeah, he that science scene cracks me up because he keeps picking up books and then like not opening them and then being like, oh, yes, blah, 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 blah. This thing I didn't think existed. It's the most sciencey of science scenes. I love I love that he designs the device in chalk on the board and it's just just a circle with a bunch of lines yeah yeah and then then you see Ian McKellen's thing it's like oh I guess he just sketches the coronavirus on the chalkboard yeah he's just like he's just like no it wouldn't work unless unless you uh, unless you had a lot of small bombs or whatever it's like okay insane (laughs) yeah it's oh man i did like the little like citizens group that he has of like he saves people and just goes like yeah just uh i might need your help Ah, yes his little birds 
I like that. Like, as, I like that as a plot point. And and like they did a nice job a couple times. Well, they did a nice job once at the uh, museum crime scene yeah. where you right. could, where you could see a ring, but they but it wasn't the focal point. And then it's very much the focal point when you follow this guy for the next minute and you see oh him. My God! He, and then we zoom get in on the hand. City. Yeah, like if it didn't zoom in every time they did that then those would actually be pretty good scenes because you'd be like, oh, I see the thing. <laughs> oh, sneaky, a little glimmer, but now I'm no. going to shove it down your throat. <laughs> yeah, the, this movie sometimes uh, uh, suffers from a lack of restraint of like, you don't need to uh, be so like, look at it, look at it, look at it. It's like, just let it let it happen. It's cool. Never take the ring off. It glows sometimes. Probably radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> Also, zoom in on the eyes of someone and put shadow all around them to show that they're serious about the their psychosis, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Also, so I have to ask, um, why does Alec Baldwin's face change when he puts on his fucking scarf? It was established at the very beginning when he said, you, you hide your other face or whatever the fuck. There was some throwaway line (laughs) about that's your that's your evil or whatever, even though clearly you are your evil because you've been an an opium warlord for several years. Right. Yeah, yeah, but he's better now. Side, I guess. Why does why he changes he changes his face so in the back of the taxi cab so that the taxi driver can see it happening. Yeah. So it's not like. A secret uh, identity he, deal. he trusts that guy. <laughs> They've been working together yes. for upwards of six years now. I mean, it's also <laughs> it's also like a little bit established with Ray Romano's dad that like <laughs> like the these this change that he does is like hard on him. Yeah. Like it's it's like he's are you very okay? sweaty after it. He's it's very sweaty and tired and like I need to go get a steak. <laughs> <laughs> With my uncle, I need to go be late for for dinner with my uncle again. I just—he just looks so <laughs> weird. So to be late for dinner. So the the thing that gets me about the shadow and his powers is like, does he not know his own weaknesses? Like he just decides to job a couple times, <laughs> where it's like, hey, they're shining a flashlight at you. Wouldn't, like, you put two and two together and figure out, like, oh, man, my one weakness is, like, light and shadow. But I is, be, is like, it careful. established that his weakness is light? No. Evidently well, his weakness it, is so, water. So what they say is, like, the only thing that he leaves behind, because he can basically, like, make himself invisible to other people, except his shadow will still remain. That's the only thing he can't erase. Right. So... If somebody flashes a light at you in a dark room, or you're like walking through water, people will <laughs> see you. Okay, see you. It's not gonna. I thought you meant like it would destroy him to shine. Oh light. yes, any like, light Whoa. shine on him would just annihilate. Well, him. then no, Tim, no, no. Tim Curry should have won that fight. Absolutely. Yeah. In the, in the yeah. like laboratory scene where he gets like crossbowed in the yeah in the shadow in the shadow it seems like <laughs> right in the he shadow just becomes his shadow he's not like he doesn't disappear and the shadow is left behind he like 
is a shadow that like comes out of the wall yeah it like peels himself out of the wall but here's the thing if he peels himself out of the wall from his shadow (laughs) does he cast a shadow i'm just going off what the movie said he's not casting any shadows unless there's light so it makes i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah, like the only thing i can think of is just like if the way for people to see you is for your shadow to be revealed, maybe you should be very careful around light sources. Right, he's a ding dong, and and and, and, and like like it wasn't like the uh, the warrior like just suddenly turned the light on, like he was sh- shining the light at him for like thirty seconds. Like you would think you'd be like, oh man, I should like dodge he, or something. He just looks around. Yeah, I was gonna say, forth, he's like forth. looking yeah. around like I'm lost. Like, where the fuck am I? Like, yeah, like in that in scene, battle. like I thought he was like baiting them. Like they were gonna shoot arrows and it's like, nah, I'm not actually there. And it's no, like, no, he's actually there. And I was right like, there. I was like, oh, you're, you're, you're jobbing, you suck. And there's and a then, breeze. <laughs> like, and then like imagine nearly dying to Claymore of all characters. Like that absolute <laughs> scumbag. Claymore worthless person like that was another one where it's like i'm gonna step through the water it's like okay he'll he can hear your footsteps because you're in the water and he'll shoot you why did tim curry walk inside of a water building uh to trap and attempt to kill the shadow okay it was just what is that building he he walked uh that's the that's the water dome Where they the keep on amount of the water occasionally. <laughs> yeah, famous New York City water dome. <laughs> it's not big enough for the city. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was like a weird. Uh, That's why they're just trying like... to make the city smaller with an atomic bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Claymore about the sphere or whatever. MacGuffin. Oh, that and his spheres. that makes sense because he was all like horny about his spheres. And yeah. then, oh no, he didn't die in the sphere. He got it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what his. I don't know what his sphere was supposed to do. It was a housing for the bomb that had a that had a clock wired to it. Like yeah, was that all clock? it was? <laughs> I think yeah, because like because Ian McKellen made the small orb, Tim Curry made the big orb, but the big orb was just the bowling ball with with a with a digital read. Well, if we remember from um, uh, science chalkboard, we needed two orbs. Yeah. I just don't know so... what value that second orb provides except to roll away. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it. From, it could have been cube shaped. That's what takes it from a bomb to an atomic bomb. <laughs> oh. For some reason. <laughs> to an atomic wrecking ball. Right. It could have been cube shaped on the outside mm-hmm. and sphere shaped on the inside, and then it would have would not would not have rolled around. Yeah, right. But that would lead to less hijinks. Right? Yeah, you're right, and I like hijinks. Yeah, the higher the jinx, the better. It should have it should have rolled down the uh, laundry chute. That would have oh been funny. God. Why didn't oh my it roll God. down the laundry chute? Oh, landed in a, like a a big. Uh, basket of sheets you know and a bunch of dirty diapers and a bunch of dirty diapers that'd be so funny <laughs> dirty diapers in this hotel that's been hidden from yeah. the population for six yeah. years yeah and then the shadow is very like, dirty you 
Uh, <laughs> that hurts because that was probably that in like a, the first the was, first draft probably that had an that. Early draft. Uh, I mean, the shadow knows. <laughs> the shadows knows. Should no. smell crime. We were we were trying to figure out what you will the... stop all mystery. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what the timer was set for. And it seemed like sixteen thousand seconds, but we, we, we could not figure it out. I mean, it was well, two like hours. he said, two hours. Yeah, said two yeah. Hours. Then... he said two hours. So there must have been some colons there that we couldn't there see. Because yeah. all that we could see was it looked like an 15, absurd amount of time. <laughs> oh no, yeah, like it was. It was just a digital readout of a, of two hours down to the second. Okay, okay. So we're so just... he said it was two hours, and we have a plane leaving in one hour. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Which was somewhere. Never... Yeah. yeah. Take Which off were... from the. Room? It was in the laundry room, presumably. Everyone right. was still there with two minutes left. Yeah, you know how traveling is. I mean, it was. It was. It was an hour and like three minutes, and then, and then Ian McKellen cut a wire, and it rapidly re- reduced down to two minutes. Oh right, right. All right, and then it what a went goofball. back to regular time. Yeah, I mean, like you got an hour on a bomb in a building that has just reappeared to the city. Maybe just call the bomb squad. Right. Yeah, they can go there now. Right. But who knows how many more like booby trapped floors there are. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. How many floors spin around and <laughs> or how or how many more like traditionally dressed Mongolian soldiers are just wandering around the streets of the city right. and getting into taxi cabs? Where did those guys come from? Uh, they've been in this city. They've presumably been in this building for the past six years, waiting for him. I think that a lot of them were white guys, like guys that he brainwashed <laughs> to wear that. Um. <laughs> brainwash to wear that yeah yeah he's just like will you put this on <laughs> make me feel so nice oh okay so one thing we haven't talked about yet is alec baldwin's fucking name right the best name in superhero history lamont cranston <laughs> yeah it's it's powerful it's, it's the it's the worst name <laughs> Why do you it's think the... he? Why do you think he left home? Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. Get given a name so him. bad, you become an opium warlord. <laughs> <laughs> change yes, your actually. name. He I did. He... <laughs> he did. He didn't change his name. He changed his face. No, no, no but, but he like, changed his he, name because because he, the, he cause took Khan... on a different name as as the as the opium oh, warlord. Yeah. What was right. it? I don't know. Ginkgo? Inko? Ginkgo. Is something like that. That's it was. It was, yeah, vaguely that. Geico. Geico. Huh. Also, every, when, when he was, like, doing his mind control to Ian McKellen, I just heard Reinhardt main every time, and I was just like, it's like, oh, he's playing Overwatch. <laughs> he's a Reinhardt main. That sign... they really got their mileage out of that (laughs) reusing it llama cigarettes yeah very cool and then when it changes into his face it's just like when the drugs hit (laughs) 
<laughs> just like McKellen just there, just like, oh well, man, I didn't I didn't realize I took a couple tabs of acid today. Oh and fuck. It's barely animated too. But apparently you need your face to be that big if you want to mind control the woman. Just a huge face. Because like, cause Alec Baldwin couldn't, couldn't mind control her. Whoa, so it has to do with how big the brain is? Yeah, <laughs> how big you think the brain is. That's why how he was using... How big you think the brain is. <laughs> that's why he was using the billboard. <laughs> oh, oh that's stupid. Oh, did you catch when... Um... Oh, who said it? Was it Tim Curry who talked about the New World Order? I don't remember who said it. Somebody said something about the New World Order. I just got really excited because... Because you love the New World I Order. Just, I just can't wait for it. Um, so, <laughs> it sounded good. It's gonna be I can't, I can't believe order. Lindsay's part of the New World Order. Yeah. It's just like a new thing I'm trying out. <laughs> also, like, you established that, like, y- he wants to keep... Uh, Claymore around to make more of these uh, bombs and then he's like eh just go die to the shadow yeah that was strange yeah <laughs> I, I don't understand why he didn't just like choose to mind control him then like thank you for helping me out at your own free will but like I don't need free will this is unsustainable so how about you know be a dum dum. <laughs> with everyone else like but no i'm gonna kill him <clears throat> well it's like imagine looking at at claymore and being like ah yes this is the person who is going to kill the shadow yeah i mean he gave he gave him a tommy gun it's fine yeah yeah we it's all saw idea. how the tommy gun worked out in the opening scene shoot the water <laughs> yeah like like he just starts shooting off the brain i'm like He's just shooting the water, like, and then shoots up his own car. Like, he's he's. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Why were okay? Wait, why were those mob guys going after the scientists? I think they, they saw he, they, he walked past them executing a police officer. Oh, yes. that's right. That's right. You walked past the wrong alley. Yeah. Well, the weirdest thing that those mobsters did was like pre encasing the guy's feet in <laughs> concrete yeah yeah that takes like, a while yeah. yeah this is pre quick settling concrete yeah it probably could took a couple days <laughs> yeah and and like you could just tie a i don't know like there's so many other ways to they have guns also, yeah, guns. yes actually just... yeah jesus they could have shot him in the head and dumped his body off the bridge and and you know what they could have killed him and then still spent a couple of days to put some concrete on his feet so he'll sink in the river. They were like, yeah, we yeah. How to use this concrete? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean <laughs> yeah. like they they got the they got the the concrete uh, footrest installed in their car. So as right. soon as they put as soon as they put him in the car, that so it was already oh. quick setting. I see. You're reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah, just the, the one henchman just has to sit in the back of the car, constantly stirring it, waiting for somebody. <laughs> And then, like, oh my god, and the shadow just pulling out both guns and starts shooting the concrete. I'm like, oh my god, that's like god. the worst idea. Yeah, that's one way to to freeze the feet. Sure, I do like in the uh, lab fight when it's like, oh man, they shot me with arrows. Time for the power of gun. <laughs> starts yeah. shooting at them. It's I like, mean, okay. this is the U.S. of A. Yeah. So... The thing to remember is that when you have guns it's important to wait for a long time 
after violence is happening to you. Yeah. When you're a, when you're a vigilante. Because it's, it's good guys with guns who stop violence. They're the so only the violence ones, has the to only happen. The person who can stop a bad guy with a crossbow is a good guy with two <laughs> guns. Do, do his powers not work when he's holding his guns or something? Like, is that it's why he waits? Great question. Can he shoot a gun? Like, can he shoot a bullet when he's a shadow? Takes too yeah, much concentration. Evidently not. Takes too much concentration. <laughs> Although he, though he's learned what secrets lie in the heart of shards of glass now, so he can just throw those at people. That's a good point. Yeah. Or uh, well, and like, why didn't the villain like give his soldiers guns, like all of them? Because he Can't wants be to make he wants to make Genghis Khan proud. <laughs> <laughs> by using outdated technology just like Genghis Khan would have done. Yes. He's also very clearly anti-American. Like he keeps saying, "Oh, you're decadent country, you're all so silly billies," whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you Americans. Yeah, so he's not going to use your silly guns like lame. However, I do have this gun that I'm going to have the woman try to shoot you with. <laughs> she just shoots a mirror. Also, like, also oh, this other okay. gun that I'll get, give to Tim Curry. But I guess that's just him giving guns to Americans. So, and the and the he also has a gun in the restaurant where they shoot each other's bullets, and they're both oh, surprised true. by it. Oh yeah, <laughs> true. That did happen. It's like wow, that, we really just shot each other's bullets, besties. Yeah, it's just like just like <laughs> just look kiss. at each other, just like nice <laughs> indirect kiss through bullets. Ooh. Yeah, I mean the tips touched. <laughs> and they didn't Tips say no homo so. so I I had completely forgotten about the gray ghost from Batman the animated series and I looked it up and it's of course obviously modeled after the shadow the the whole gray ghost idea yeah yeah and then I um so I I assumed that the shadow was uh, like a Batman knockoff, but it turns out that Batman came out in 1939, and the Shadow came out in 1930, 31. But Zorro, Zorro came out in 1919, so everything is a knockoff of Zorro. Yeah, this is all Zorro's fault. Nice, Zorro's blame, the OG. Blame Zorro. I blame. Uh, Antonio Banderas for all of this. Yeah, I believe Antonio Banderas <laughs> for all can you of this. Can you believe he created Zorro back in 1919? I, what an a-hole. Looks, he looks good, though. <laughs> it's just like, one day I'll get to be in a movie about this. <laughs> Sends radio play back in time. Time travel for. <laughs> yep. To make a radio play so he could be in his own movie? <laughs> yeah. Yes. His own pretty good and follow-up terrible movie. Mm. Yeah. That's what I um what what is actually i was gonna ask what is like alec baldwin's uh like what does he do for money but i guess it's Good. just he, i guess it was it was opium warlord and then he probably just took the money home i think that's <clears throat> probably right but i would assume that his police chief uncle would be like why are you a billionaire yeah we yeah. have like no established like even just fake this is my New York story. Like, oh, no. I'm in sales. <laughs> to sales. He, he has an estate in the middle of town and he takes a taxi everywhere. Yes. Yeah. He sells opium and opium accessories. Yep. 
I guess was, were drugs illegal in the 30s? Big time. <laughs> I mean, Big just time because illegal. something is illegal. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just like you can just like sell opium here. You know? There definitely are some drugs that are differently legalized at certain points. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. even if it was illegal, it doesn't stop him necessarily from selling opium. Yeah. I mean, look, he has he has so many agents around the world. Right. And he can control minds. Yeah, that's true. So, just like opium. Just like opium. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Opium clouds the mind. Oh, just like Alec Baldwin. So if what he learned was how to cloud people's minds, like that's how the teacher framed it. Right. Is the people whose minds he's clouding, like do they feel like they're on heroin? It would seem to be a very specific kind of heroin that makes you not see particular buildings. <laughs> <laughs> and the kind of heroin that makes, um, you know, pieces, shards of glass move and yeah. puncture your skull. Nice. They put, they, like they've been putting heroin, heroin in the water supply. Sounds like heroin. That sounds like a heroin I'd like to know. Also, also bad move. Tell, telling your uh, nemesis how to control the blade you're trying to kill him with. Yeah. Right. Rook, rookie mistake. Classic misstep. Two goofballs, just two students, you know? Goofballs <laughs> goofing around. The master did manage to master the, master the knife in those three to six months that you were his student. So I actually like, do see, weirdly, a lot of parallels between this and... Van Helsing? Is that the I, th- I was hoping you were going to say A Bug's Life. I, I was thinking uh, Batman Begins, life. actually. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing I'm seeing parallels with Van Helsing in terms of like clearly wanting to clearly wanting to be the start of a franchise that failed, but also the idea of like having a hero who doesn't quite remember who he is and the bad guy actually wants to team up with the good guy, but that fails and like because like doesn't Dracula isn't Dracula like you're actually Gabriel so we should like team up we'd be so cool together and uh, it's been too long since like, I watched that no. movie I can't remember um I movie sucks shit. don't watch it um it should, uh, that movie's fine oh my god movie sucks but okay when you say fine <laughs> I don't think I think we're, ta- we're I think we're using different definitions of fine um <laughs> But anyway, that, mo- like, hey, yeah, just... that movie has probably never physically harmed anyone. Probably. Yeah. Caused me harm. Not physically. I don't know. Probably. You think The Shadow is the worst movie ever. And like, it's not great, but it I would it, it would be very difficult for me to say this is the worst movie. Okay. It there yeah, there is definitely a watchability to it like it is engaging and baffling and funny and so i want to watch it like i've definitely watched movies where i i I stop the movie because it's so bad so it 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 passes that test of like i i wish to finish the movie but it's just so frustrating to me like everything about it it was a bad choice (laughs) (laughs) and that's baffling yeah, there was a like, lot of bad decisions made in this movie. Yeah, I mean it. It is it is comprised of like uh, one quarter of three different okay movies. 
yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a good way of describing it, yeah. It's just like you follow any one of those and you could have ended up with a pretty okay movie, but boy is it just a couple different movies in here. <sighs> and what ma- okay, what makes me the most mad about movies like this is like you could have spent this money on like solving world hunger or like <laughs> stopping know, mysteries stopping yeah. mysteries things like this and it's just like no we had to make this we had to make action figures for it um that's crazy that they they made action figures for this movie oh my god jeff had them like they were I they must have been so two. convinced that this movie was going to be a success <sighs> and it was for me <laughs> <laughs> I guess it worked. They were right after all. They were right. They got my fucking mom's money to buy those goddamn toys. <laughs> and they were awesome. <laughs> That's the worst part. Is that they fucking were cool. I wonder if this movie was made by toy factories. Like the the idea that were toy companies like that we're going to make we need to sell more toys so we need a movie. Mm-hmm. What 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 movie is that jingle all the way? No, is it not Jingle All the Way? What's the one with the superhero? Um, what? It's a Christmas movie. Oh, oh yeah, that's Jingle All the Way. Yeah, yeah Jingle, Jingle All the, all the way. way. The whole point is that the 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 toy. I, Tepper hasn't seen it yet. It's, it's on the, the list, so. Oh, oh so yeah, I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. We should watch that. <laughs> spoil that movie. Christmas in July. Let's do it. Uh, we we actually do Ernie April, so. Oh, that's even better. That'll be coming up. Well, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I guess. Oh, man. We always used to do. Hmm. Are we only going to do one this year? It's going to be so weird. I guess so. Huh. Well, we'll see. So the real question when you get to Jingle All the Way is which one is better? Jingle All the Way or The Shadow? Hmm. That's the real comparison. That's a real apples to apples comparison, I think. (laughs) So apparently there is a short movie from 2015 of The Shadow. Mm, How short? Uh, 20 minutes. Tight. It's got got the actor who played uh, Kreese from uh, The Karate Kid in it. Who is the uh, yes the person the person who runs Cobra Kai? Oh, okay. That's a bad name. Yeah, John Crease. <laughs> it's Grease, but with a K. Hmm. Uh, there's also apparently a Phantom sh- short series <gasps> in 2009. Wow. Wait, no TV it says TV mini yeah TV miniseries three hours long. We should watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's two episodes, apparently. They're okay, I will vaguely say, well received. This second watch of the movie, I I do like it more, but that's because I was like laughing at it as opposed to like expecting something that made sense. <laughs> expecting it <laughs> as well. Yeah, like I guess like my perspective is I came in with rock bottom expectations and was like pleasantly surprised by like overall a pretty passable movie. Okay. Like it didn't hurt me. I didn't want to like disappear. How many, star- how many stars out of five? Uh, 
two. Nine. Okay. Nine. Mm, nine out of five. <laughs> like, like what I like what I'd say about this movie is that it is a it is a movie. It is functional, but it doesn't do anything beyond being really functional. Like it has some funny moments and like a few scenes that are all right. I don't know what he means. Like, like a story happened. Yeah, like like stuff happened. The camera work was like fine, I guess. Like it wasn't broken. Like I like I don't know. Like the film, the film had light printed onto it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) you know, the cameras that were in working order. Yeah. The actors showed up every day. Yeah. Presumably. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, Maybe that's why the shadow changed faces, because Alec Baldwin didn't show up every day. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's get fucking Ronald Reagan to play this part. <laughs> Looks like Ronald Reagan! <laughs> uh, uh, but, like, to be think, like, it's the, it's a bare minimum of a movie. Like, is kind of what I mean by, like, functional. Like, so it, that's it, why, that's why I have to ask, like, like, why do we allow these to be made <laughs> what? So when there if, are so many problems? So if a, I mean, if you're, you're but like the problem with your presumption there is that that money would be spent on a good cause. Hmm. It would be spent on opium. Oh, that would be maybe better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was the same year as The Mask. Yeah. And Dumb and Dumber. And Lindsay. <laughs> well and, and like the thing too is that like most people don't go into making a movie being like we're gonna make a bad movie like everybody wants to make a, a good, good movie it's just making a good movie is really hard and often requires a lot of things to go perfect and right. uh Needs hands to not metal i feel like this this movie i'm assuming but it seems like this movie suffered from too many hands pulling it in different directions like yeah i would not we want it to be about establishing this character like i i wouldn't doubt if they had like miles of film about his education and this knife and establishing his struggle with it and blah 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 and then no we're just gonna make like some text scroll across the screen instead because somebody was like this is boring and I also wouldn't be surprised if that was like a reshoot. Right, right. Like, Who yeah. knows? Yeah. It, it could have started with the bridge scene and we just have this vigilante in yeah. like whatever. Cool. You have psychic powers. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. I don't need to know your dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. In, instead, this movie tries to take this middle ground, but in the process, like, ends up fulfilling neither. Like, sometimes, like, I'm like, I've watched movies where they've been like, yeah, there's an ambiguous power and we're never going to explain it to you. And we're just going to like roll with it and it's going to be fun. And I'm like, cool. And then there's other movies or like books where it's like, Hey, we have very clearly defined how the powers function. And you, you, you understand uh, as a, like a reader or a watcher, how it works. And instead this movie's like just enough of each to disappoint everybody. Yes. Except for, Stupid little boys. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid little boys who don't know no better. Which fine. Then that's Ugh. I mean, this is I am who that movie was made for. I was like the right age. And I think 
You loved America. Uh, I love the U.S. of <laughs> And uh, turns out the Lion King and the mask were way more popular than this. <laughs> but hmm. I wonder why. Still, still bought the toys. <laughs> All right. Let's head on over to Dever Stops. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, okay, this movie. I think put this movie in the number seven spot. Number seven. Wow. Below A Bug's Life and above The Illusionist. Wow, top ten. Yes, the list is only 12 long right now. Yeah, so. so we, we, start, we started a new season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it is it is middle of the pack in the current season of movies. Uh, for reference, we have watched The Prestige, Secret of Nim, Mortal Kombat 1995, Prehysteria 2, Prehysteria, A Bug's Life, The Shadow, The Illusionist, The Princess Diaries, The Indian in the Cupboard, wow. Cats, uh, and The Santa Claus. So how did um, how did Prehysteria 2 end up above Prehysteria? It was even them? more crackhead no. than the first. No, one. I'm we, gonna watch them. We had no, we had no hope that it could possibly live up to the first. Uh, I mean, you should listen. You should listen to the episodes and watch the movie okay. yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, okay. Th- those movies have the most insane energy you will ever see in a children's movie. Yeah, Tight. they're they're amazing. Very nice. I, I still think about scenes from those movies. Just like, man, that really, <laughs> just so that really happened, didn't it? <laughs> the third one's definitely won't live up to it because it's. I know it has definitely different people involved. I think it's actually trying to be a kids' movie, unlike the first Damn. two. So, um, I we'll I will say I'm point. very glad, or or I should say I agree that The Illusionist is a worse movie than The Shadow. Yes, right. The Illusionist sucks. Sucks. Awful really movie. Sucks. Really bad was, movie. Yeah. Which one Boy. is the illusionist? It's the one that we. It's the one we, that's not. We the left prestige. it. Jeff and I started watching the illusionist, and we stopped it with five minutes left to the end, and <laughs> <That's>, we still <laughs> haven't watched it. That seems correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's the one with Edward Norton. I have no memory. I know we were really <laughs> good. Good. Uh, the movie, the movie starts with a great scene of like some say he made the tree disappear. Remember, and then and it's, the it's rest like he of actually has magic, and they're like in love. It's gross. It's stupid. He's, it's just Edward. It's Edward Norton not emoting as he does in most of his movies, and just like uh, <laughs> Paul just like, Giamatti trying to carry that movie, just just oh, gaslighting, yeah. he's so, so just hard, gaslighting a prince until until <laughs> yeah. he commits suicide. <laughs> That's actually a great description of the illusionist. He's just gaslighting a prince. yeah i remember watching the prestige i don't remember watching the illusionist we watched them back to back yeah flow into each other quite easily yeah 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 we we watched them we watched uh the prestige first then the illusionist and it was like oh man i mean that it was the intention for you to do that because they came out uh three two two months apart from each other yeah just like ants in a bug's life wow why do they do that it's coke and pepsi all the time with these movies the i mean like the illusionist was at i believe the illusionist was at um 
the big film festival. Sun, okay. Whatever. And then a few months later went to theaters. Meanwhile, the prestige was just building power. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for art. Well, it sucks. So. <laughs> and like the prestige is like, that is not just a movie you just watch randomly. Like that movie is only good if you're willing to give it, give it its worth. So. Yeah, you really, you really got to give it attention. It's I just beautiful. like, I feel, I feel yucky about movies who are like, we're going to be sepia. <laughs> <laughs> It sure did do that too. I don't like that. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Yucky. It's <laughs> getting great movie. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. Uh the villain. Uh Shiwan Khan, I guess. Yeah, uh Yeah. Um I guess the number nine spot. Number nine. Like he was fine. Below Nim and Jenner, and knocking out Lily Teens and Media from the Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Teens and Media. Uh, I like the sexual tension the villain had with the hero. It was very that was, solid. That was good. I I appreciate like I do genuinely like that. Like his intro scene in the city is just breaking into the bat the bat cave. And just being like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I know everything about you. Want to make out?" Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the shadow pulls a gun on him. He's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go blow up your city." And then they get to have dinner later. Yeah, that was cool too. The dinner scene. It's just like, "Oh, hey, what's up, man? Come take a seat." And he's got the tie because he went to the place that uh, he went to the place. Oh, he totally did. Oh, I missed yeah. that. That's actually very good. Yeah, I loved that scene in the restaurant because the villain is just like. His face is just in his plate. Yeah. He's going to town on whatever that mush is. Yeah, I mean, he did a good job. He's, I feel like he's pretty close to Shang Tsung, except that, like, Shang Tsung had good things going on around him. Yeah. <laughs> he, not quite the same energy as him, but he he definitely was going for that kind of thing. Yeah, like, like Khan is definitely somebody who might move up on this list. Because, I mean, we have a pretty stacked list. Yeah, there's some pretty good... Like, probably the highest I would put him is 7. Like, he might be better yeah, than Leopold. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Um, But, like, they, no higher, because, like, Miss Winter's great. Yeah. You know, it's, the same, yeah. it's the same thing where, like, uh, the prince did his part in that movie quite well. He was actually acting most of the time and had some good scenes but the movie around him just wasn't happening yeah yeah you know what put put con in the number seven spot he was he was actually oh, yeah. pretty pretty solid wow. double sevens love that solid performance yeah uh we don't got a business dad nope no we got a police uncle yeah, we want a list. We we have a police uncle. Uh, I I really enjoyed the security guard and the and the um uh and the uh, military like officers. Yeah, they were yes. good. Yeah, were I'd fun. agree with they that. Were fun. Yeah, like, they were the actual comic relief. Like yeah. I, I yeah. felt like I was laughing with the movie. That was the tone it was going for. You did yeah. your goofy little jobs. Mm-hmm. They, your mind is weak, which is like, haha. Cops suck. 
Well, he's a security guard, not a cop, so. Well, he's bet he's even worse. Yeah, I was gonna say, depending on your perspective, even worse. Although better trained, less less power. (laughs) They shoot less dogs, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. When I said even worse, I mean like even weaker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, and then who goes into the bracket? Uh. I mean, usually we if if we don't have a child, we usually do the woman because they're usually written like a child. <laughs> she was. Yeah, yeah, I guess she's going on the list. Yeah. It's so weird when she woke up from her beach dream and she's like so horny. Very horny beach <laughs> dream. I mean, she was she was just she. I mean, I assume she was like reading his horny energy that whole night. Oh. A horny feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> is, I, I dreamed I ripped my face off and I had someone else's face underneath. That was actually another one of those scenes that was kind of funny. And she's just like, you have serious problems. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. Like, that scene and the final, like, House of Mirrors fight that's not a fight scene were both, like, very... Reminded me very much of the movie Face Off. Mm. <laughs> mm. I love Face Off. Face Off is a fucking classic. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Peaches. Because of because of the face coming off. Because of literally ripping his face off in a dream sequence, and then the mirror right? just reveals Nicolas Cage, and then the rest of the movie yeah. it's just starring Nicolas Cage. Do you yeah. think that Face Off As was based on the shadow? <laughs> As John Travolta, Inspired played by, by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that. Yeah. I want to see a version of the shadow where it's John Travolta when he's like in his normal life, but then when he turns into the shadow, he's Nick Cage. Like yeah, he puts on yeah, his cloak yeah, and it's yeah. Nick Cage. Oh my God. That's what I want. Alec Baldwin. I mean, John Travolta's shadow. Mo- yeah. Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. <laughs> A lot. Most movie, most movies, especially the ones of this quality, can definitely be improved by just adding Nick Cage. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Huh. Very much so. It's rare to. This is a very low power bracket for Never on the Glory. I was just realizing. We have some a bunch of actual children and like. And bugs. Yes, like uh, Margot Lane is the oldest person on this list. <laughs> we have Brendan and Naomi, a couple of ten-year-olds or twelve-year-olds or whatever. We have Charlie, another twelve-year-old from the uh, Santa Claus. We have Dot and the Blueberries, a bunch of child ants, <laughs> and we have Princess Mia, a sixteen-year-old uh, girl from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And now this 30-something-year-old woman from New York. With mind powers, I guess? She can read some people's minds. Yes. Like her cousin and this person she's sleeping with now. Yeah, who's got guns. Yeah. He's a gun guy. I can't believe Tepper thinks this movie is fine. (laughs) I can't believe you think this is the worst movie you've yeah. ever seen. It's I think like, this movie just makes me angry. Like, I'm angry about this movie. That's fair. Like, I don't know. This movie is very 
passable. Like again, like it didn't hurt me. I it's like sort of held my attention until the end. I guess like as somebody who is a student of Socrates, <laughs> logical oh inconsistencies do harm your soul. So this movie harmed me. See, I'm used to like fiction <laughs> often just being like, yeah, what if we just threw logic out the window? And like sometimes it works and then other times it doesn't. But like I don't need a movie to have perfect internal logic to itself as long as it is interesting. And like this movie definitely could it have checked been more... the interesting box, I guess. Like sort of. It, it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better. Um could have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah. But but more so what I mean is is like if a movie like again, like if a movie goes like, okay, we're not gonna explain exactly how these powers work as long as it is yeah, like I that doesn't bother me too much. Yeah, I think so. it can be done well and can be done interest in an interesting way. Like the Phantom. No, not like the Phantom. <laughs> like, like, uh, I don't know. He's got I nothing. mean, Star Wars, like the the Force in the early Star Wars movies, is not really explained. It's just like you fucking try, and if you're like cool enough, then you can do stuff, and that's like <laughs> as much explanation as there needs to be. But like it's fairly consistent what you can do and like you can confuse people and you can move stuff around, but like this and you can heal people well established and you can use the sword. You can use the cool sword. You can use the cool sword. I mean, everyone can use the cool sword sort of kind of a cool sword is not like Jedi accessibility. I thought it would. I don't know how anything works, (laughs) but, but yeah, like, like the force is like a good example of like, depending on one's interpretation, like how the force is portrayed in say like extended universe stuff is different from how maybe the main movies do it or others do it. So like, depending what's like material you're reading, you could get vastly different interpretations of what the force is capable of, but it just works within the story. Mm -hmm. Like, or as long as it works within the story, it's fine. Right. But the problem here is that it's not clear what can happen. Yeah. Or like what even what the powers or weaknesses are, and it seems to change from scene to scene. I kind of want to listen to the radio play. Yeah. From my understanding, the like, the ability to cr- cloud people's minds is just like an invention of the radio play to like just sort of explain to the audience why this guy isn't seen by criminals all the time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Which makes sense for radio, but when you have to do it on screen, it seems to fall apart very quickly. Yeah. Like, it seems like for Alec Baldwin, eye contact is a very important thing. And yet this other, like, con has had the whole city brainwashed for six years remotely. And, and you can also make letters disappear. You can make letters disappear. Yeah. It's just non- a bunch of nonsense, which is annoying. But I will, I will say it's fun to watch. And frankly, I want to watch it. I want to show this movie to everybody, which means I'm willing to sit through it a bunch of times. So that's something. But Lindsay, I thought it was the worst movie you've ever seen. Well, it is. <laughs> but you're willing to sit through and watch it with a whole bunch of people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to work this one out, okay? Yeah. That's how Christianity started. Oh. <laughs> I met the worst guy. I have to tell everyone. 
I yeah. kind of w- I wish they had tried a sequel. I I want to see something that's either quite a bit better or way worse. Yeah, yeah, actually, I agree with that. Let's get it done. Let's talk to Alex Baldwin. I bet he's <laughs> looking for work. He's definitely work <laughs> looking for work right now. In the sequel, uh, just, the shadow doesn't like, have guns. It's like, please, no I'm, guns. I'm sorry what I did. It's just like, I just want to work again. It's just like, we've got a script for you. The shadow, too. Just like, uh, anything but that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, no, I won't make that joke. Uh... <laughs> yeah, a, a sequel would have been interesting. Or a prequel. Give me that opium story. Maybe net. Maybe maybe we should write. We should write a letter to Netflix and be like, make a miniseries. <laughs> Why not? And then make the letter disappear off the paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's time to give some arbitrary ratings for the movie. Okay, so I'll give this uh, three and a half magic bitey knives. Right. <laughs> out of out of a hundred <laughs> there's a hundred um, of those biting knives <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place that's I what the sequel this... was about was collecting the rest of the biting knives <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> gotta catch them all um I give this movie one green wire out of five red wires <laughs> I give this movie the sun is shining out of but the ice is slippery. It's <laughs> a good rating. <laughs> I give this movie one hypnotized Ian McKellen out of one uh, Tim Curry. <laughs> one regular Tim Curry. <laughs> I mean, typically, a Tim Curry is like a perfect movie for me, so. Personally, I like a red curry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I've been your guest, Jeff. I've been your guest, Lindsay. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.